Welcome to episode 47 of the Right Hand Drive Guys podcast. I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. Yo, yo. And if you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice we switched up the studio a little bit. We brought the R33 down on the lift, trying to get the battery charged up on it. So we figured we'd just have a little different scenery. Yeah, this, why not? This episode. And this episode, what is it? 47 rare parts. Rare parts. And what makes them so rare. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, most of you guys listening to this, most of us car guys, we've always seen, you know, or owned these elusive rare parts. Yeah. And so what would you say, what is the basis of a rare part? Like, what even makes them rare? Yeah, I mean, I think it could be one of two things, right? Like, either it's a a new part they're making nowadays and the production numbers are so limited that it sells out before anyone can get it. Right. You know, or a lot of people can get it. Uh, And then on the flip side, could be a part that, or an accessory or whatever it might be. Uh, It could be something that they made long, long time ago and... You know, over the years, they've just been destroyed, thrown away, right? Junked, whatever. Yeah, it could have been so, something that their you know production numbers were a hundred. It could have been something that the production numbers were ten thousand. It just right. really the criteria to create a rare part is really kind of like unique. It's like sliding. Yeah. You know, something from the same era as a really desirable part could be considered trash. It yeah. just really depends on kind of, you know, those those different things that make up the part. Right, right. right. And it kind of, I don't know, comes and goes or not comes and goes, but the times can make these parts rare because at some point, like say, let's say fender liners, right? For, you know, NES chassis or R chassis, the fender liners. Yeah. Dude, do you know how many sets of those have been just chopped, thrown yeah. away? I mean, yeah, I think they like reproduce them now, but... They're still expensive, like, right? Right. And, so you know, if you you just can't really find them other than getting them from Nissan, I guess. Right, or maybe used, but that's still not really what you want unless yeah. they're mint. So a lot of people threw away some of these parts. Yeah, because that's figured. what's making them rare now is because they're kind of sought after because people are looking for that old school flavor and whatnot. So right, and even something as simple as what you're saying, the fender liner that is really in some cases, a wear and tear part that they just get thrown away because they get burned through or whatever. And so, yeah, like it doesn't have to be this crazy brand name part that is on like the dopest builds. It can be something as simple as fender liners or, you know, even little interior pieces. The fact that it's rare, we all know what rare means, but it also has to be desirable. That's the thing. Something can be rare, but that's because nobody wants it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's a buyer for every, every part out there. Yeah. 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 No, <laughs> some I'm of these sure. Things. I'm but sure. But right. No, I, I get what you're saying. I'm, I was trying to think of an example of that, but I it, like APC parts, like maybe oh, they're not right, for right, me, right. but there's a, this, there's a rare one out there for a guy. <laughs> but, right, right. Yeah. So, for sure. um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and of course, 
everybody wants what they can't have, right? That's yes. that's something that I feel like, you know, as we're getting older, you notice a lot more of and it's used as bait in new uh yeah. marketing schemes and I fall for it. Right. And some <laughs> of these older parts that are in limited numbers now, people want those because they can't have them. Right. right? right. And and yeah, sure, it, they are on the dopest builds because those guys found a way to source them. Right. And that's probably what gave you the inspiration to even look for it in the first place, right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure, 100%. Like, one thing lately that I've been kind of stuck on is uh, some of these, like, rear deck speakers Yep. from Japan. You know, like, the ones with the big, I don't even know what it's called exactly yet, but only thing I could think of is like a console type speaker where it has these huge grills and yeah. like whatever. It just looks cool. I mean, really, it's kind of goofy, but if you're trying to build a car from a certain era, like I was trying, I'm trying to go for that certain look. Yeah. So I thought it would be cool to have one of those. Yeah. They're like but, bubbles, right? Like bubble, like grill type. Yeah, yeah. 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 They they just look like external speakers. Like, yeah, they look like <laughs> some and they have like a nice enclosures and like they usually say, Whatever cares area or yeah, I think or, the DB8 has like a mild version of those, and they are that brand. Yeah. So right, that's the thing, you know, is it goes. It's from everything from the dopest wheels or valve cover, the rarest, you know, items to speaker grills, yeah. and you know, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people throw those away because, like, once the speaker's junk, like, right, they get just rid toss of it. it. So, but they don't realize and. And I'm sure I've been guilty of that too. You know, you threw something away because at the time there was no value, there was yeah. no demand. But fast forward 12 years, and you're like, dude, dude, why those things are I... on Kruber for two, three hundred bucks, yeah. and the speakers are blown out. Like, yeah. they don't even make any noise. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just it, it's the the rarity of it, and so it, that's across all platforms. You know, Mazda, Toyota, Nissan, Honda, yeah. they all have their kind of niche like rare part sections yeah you know and then there's stuff that kind of crosses over a lot of more culture stuff uh you know gear stuff like that right but yeah i mean each each manufacturer has their their rare parts to them right right and it's usually like their motor sports type things too right or like yeah sportier things because these are sport cars right so Sometimes it was like like a dealer option that, you know, there was only like what the ice box for the, uh, the glove box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, That's one of my favorite dude for the, I I know it's for the S chassis and it might be for the R chassis too. Um, I haven't seen it. I only saw it when I started looking for S chassis stuff. I was like, the cool box. Are you kidding me? Dude, I remember coming across those like way back in the day on the forums. Yeah. Just, you know, going through whatever rare parts thread or whatever it was. And I was just like, that's the coolest thing, dude. I got to get one of those. But like, come on, I'm not going to ever use that. Like, yeah, no, that would be. Do you keep a drinks in your glove box? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you got two Kansas Soda, three minis if you're lucky. Yeah, it's just like, no, but it is stuff like that that was really unique and you know maybe when that was a factory option that yeah. was like uh eh, you know right. uh. dude that's gonna get the car and start modifying it he probably thinks that's lame yes get this thing out of my time. way i want to get the hks den yes exactly <laughs> glove box gauge holder thing Man, those <laughs> yeah. things are sick yeah yeah exactly so um you know when i was always because i originally was 
super Honda guy. Yeah. And everybody knows, if you know anything about Hondas, you know they got their whole bunch of rare parts oh, yeah. to them. Um, and that was kind of, and it's almost like a game, right? Like, it's like the thrill of the hunt for those pieces. Like, yes. Because you can hit like an extreme low when you can't find it in right. the sense of like, Oh dude, this stinks. Like I've looked everywhere. I've searched everything. I've translated 10,000 pages. I yeah. cannot <laughs> find this part, but right. then you get a glimpse of hope. You find a link from 2020, whatever it may yeah. be. And you're like, wait, they had, you know, and so that thrill of the hunt, I feel like is, it's part of, the whole thing you know yeah, like yeah, for sure. the car thing the the whole obsession that people like us go through that hunt is like a big part of it because it keeps you stimulated yeah yeah that's that's part of the fun of it like 100 <laughs> percent. yeah you know like i love just wasting time you know on ebay <laughs> just scrolling for hours on you know yeah. super vague you know, search words just to, so everything pops up just oh, yeah. in case there is that one thing, dude, that I forgot to search for. Oh, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's kind of crazy because, you know, uh, our buddy Adam Hopkins, that's how he he's found some of his best deals is just cruising through and then using different search terms and sometimes different uh, misspelled letter. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because somebody will do that in their eBay listing and then all of a sudden you're finding something nobody else had exposure to. Right. Dude just thought nobody was interested, never looked at his title. <laughs> yeah, that that's like, you know, really quite the thing. But yeah, the hunt, man, I'm, like I love the pun. I'm sure like so many guys listening are saying, yeah, dude, the yeah. friggin' hunt, dude. But it also sucks. Like it sucks so bad while you're doing it. Like, cause all you want to do is just find it find and it. like, do just send over the PayPal. Yes. Or whatever. Like, yes. Dude. Absolutely. Like all you want to do is find this thing. And like no one, I don't know. I feel like no one outside of car culture would really even understand that. Like, unless they collected in that, like, I guess some of those like intense collectors yeah. would, but it, this is such a like smaller community in yeah. the sense of, where these parts ever even went yeah you know compared to let's just say pokemon cards or right, something right. right like those were distributed worldwide these parts mostly were distributed in japan right dude yeah i've been in that situation where you're like sweating because you're like looking <laughs> so hard and you know you've wasted time the battery's going down on the phone dude <laughs> dude you finally Your find pinky's it he's going numb yes you finally find it you don't even switch the currency to dollars you just pay in yeah dude, screw you it. Know. yeah yeah you're just running it dude yeah i, I definitely I definitely feel that it's a love or hate thing with, with the hunt. Like you hate to do it, but you love to find it. Right. Yeah. And so of course, you know, whether they're rare parts or regular parts, ordering, you know, these parts and seeing the whole project come together is always super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like whenever you can like take those parts out of your spare bedroom and put them on the car, <laughs> Like, yeah. dude, it's so cool. Like, yeah. you see your vision kind of like just and come the floor to life. for the first time, and your floor <laughs> in your spare bedroom for the first time in a while. Like, yeah, for sure, dude. You know, and it's it's great. Like, it just the feeling you get whenever you see your vision, just like there. actually, yeah, come to fruition. Right, and it's right. Like, and you have these, you know, sought after whatever rare parts on here that 
you know, not only did you have to put them on the car, but you had to just do all the legwork to find some of these things. Yeah. So it means but, a lot more yeah. to you because of the fact that you did have to go through the hunt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know a guy that doesn't like rare parts. I mean, yeah. like every, I think every, every car person, you know, can appreciate the rare parts, whether yeah. that's what they choose to hunt or not. Right. Because some people that doesn't matter. Right, right. Which, some people will just buy, you know, whatever, a set of RPF1s. Right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because <laughs> that part isn't important to them. Right. You know, what, whatever is important to them is where they're focusing. So, Dude, they're like, what? This isn't in stock? Yeah, exactly. Like, what do you mean? Like, like, <laughs> no, and, not in stock. Get me out of here. I know, and and those are the type of things where it's like not in stock. Well, that's for a reason, right? You know, that means it's a dope part. Yeah, and uh, so all right. So what? What are some of your favorite rare parts for the Nissan? Like whatever you know, just the the hype ones, the ones that you know, like. Yeah are desirable, whatever, some that you've had, whatever. What do you got? Um, well, let's just say one that I do have is uh, the Kill Switch cigarette lighter. Oh, wow. Nismo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a favorite. Yeah, that that's, that's a good one. That's definitely a cool one because, I don't know, you would always see those back in the day and it was kind of like a goofy thing. Right. But like, I don't know, it was one of those things that always stuck with me. Like I always remembered yeah. those, seeing those like in the catalog and stuff. Like yeah, yeah, way back. Very unique item to yeah, have yeah. Been. It's like that's kind of weird. It's like a kill switch, but like it's a cigarette lighter, right? And and, like, and I mean, it looks pretty legit, and you know that those are popular because now you see these guys making the three D printed little yes. covers for your cigarette lighter, dude. Yeah, I got. And they look pretty legit. They do look legit. Yeah, like, but it ain't the real thing. It's either. not the real thing. Yeah, and not. like, yeah, it can look just like it, but you you know it's not. And you know, I don't know. I can't take pride in that. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, if you're going for just the look, and that's all that matters for you is just the look. But like, I like everything else behind it. Right. Exactly. Like like that cigarette lighter in your car has a story. Yeah. It really does. I don't know how many times that dude must have cranked on that thing. <laughs> you know, if you just think about it. But um, no, there is a level of pride in having those parts that, hey, you waited, you saved up, you know, the extra money. You got the legit part that was produced for the legit car that you have. Yeah. And, you know, but to each their own. Um, all right. What else? You, you must have a few other parts in mind that. Uh, yeah. You know, another one. Nissan kind of. Whether it was OEM optional, aftermarket. Well, another one I always think of uh, is Ganador mirrors. That's oh, kind of yeah. one for like, you know, a lot of makes and models. Yeah, oh yeah. But specifically for the R chassis, S chassis, dude, they are like so expensive nowadays. Oh, for sure. And they like, are in demand. Yo, back in the day, you could get them brand new. Like, cheap for nothing yeah. compared like maybe 300 bucks yeah it and was like, not expensive there's no way you're spending less than a thousand bucks to find these mirrors for these chassis however other chassis like you know whatever some subarus or you can find affordable ones yeah even the rx7s those are still sub 500 yeah so, so you it can is find them. interesting the different models and how 
they kind of, you know, uh, demand certain parts, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I mean, of course, if you get like the full carbon fiber ones, they're, they're always going to be more expensive. But the FRP ones, yeah, you can get them cheaper for other models for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there was always like one of the Nissan kind of parts that I, were really rare was um, a Nismo uh, coolant cap that had the rpm uh gauge on it like not a legit one but a picture of it yeah and they only made like a few of those and it was the old logo it was like it just looks really sweet but just something as small as the coolant cap right and it's i think i've seen one of those pop up and it was like super crusty and like just beat and they wanted like five thousand bucks for it like what is this even off of yeah 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 is this off like a whatever kimberry or something something because it was the old logo and but but that's just one of those parts that's like just rare you know same with anything off from a 400r or you know any of those you know higher model cars those parts like I saw uh, the oil cooler from a 400R selling for 1600 bucks. Yeah. And that was like decent change for just the core for the oil yeah. cooler. You know, I was just like, whoa, like, you know, some of these parts, especially for these cars that are now in more demand, yeah, they can really command some like serious change. Yeah. yeah like what RB26 is even right now, yeah. the price on them is sky high. Yeah, I mean, you can't find one for under 10K. Yeah, like, literally. And 10K is going to be, like, just the the motor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and beep, like, nothing attached, like, cut harness. It's insane. It is. So even, you know, some of these parts that were standard are now becoming rare, which is crazy to think about cause, because generally, generally as a car gets older, the parts become less rare in the sense of used parts because they're going to the junkyard. The parts are getting extracted and, you know, so it it is wild with these type of cars and how that's really a change in how things go. Um, I feel like there's probably like a lot of hoarders, like a lot of parts hoarders that are just holding stock. Like, probably somebody listening to this uh, right now well yeah and also people like uh v, like v-spec performance yeah i believe it is they have just you know stacks and stacks and stacks of just insane stacks of nismo boxes dude and it's wow. all the rarest like r34 body parts brand new in box r33 400r stuff like that's just crazy. all this crazy insane stuff and you know, Nismo does releases every once in a while, but, you know, you have to be on their list and you got to request, you know, however many. Yeah. And you I'm usually sure don't get it fulfilled, it. right? Yeah. And places like uh, Global Auto, like, they have that hookup. Yeah. And they're the same way, dude. I wonder how much stuff is being hoarded from people Yeah, like in a warehouse, that. yeah. It's just in a warehouse chilling. And that's, you know, kind of pushing the rarity on some of these parts as well right. because all of them are being just hoarded and stowed away <laughs> well see that's a strategy too right they're controlling the market by yeah. keeping the supply away from the people that are creating the demand and then at that point they drive up the prices and then they're like oh hey look what we got yeah boom now they just like doubled <laughs> their money yeah so i mean and that's in any market you know there are people that right. drive it and stuff so um 
Give me one more Nissan, rare Nissan hmm. OEM aftermarket don't matter. Something that you know generally sells. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Um, I'm going to say... The LMGT2s. The LM, the yeah, GTR that is. Spec. Yeah, those are rare. You, those you are, see the fours all the time. You see the threes. Yeah. Yeah, the twos are definitely something that just aren't. Yeah, and they're old logo. Yeah. So nah, they yeah, are, they're sweet. I have seen a lot of them. Not a lot of them, but I guess it's uh, quite a few that pop up kind of refreshed. And I'm always like, how do they? This must be like a a weaker spec with, and it's been rebarreled because they are yeah. like a three-piece wheel. So you right. can do that. Yeah. But yeah, those are pretty rare and they they fetch a decent price. Yeah, I would love a, a set of those. Those are really cool on the 32s, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be paranoid. Like I... <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I mean... <laughs> they'd be over back on the wall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I which I, I bet there's that. a lot, there's a lot of guys like that that yeah. just have some of these like ultra rare wheels just on the wall. Right. Because right. You curb those things once. I mean, you're getting them rebuilt and redone and yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I was gonna, uh, spit a few of the Honda parts and you know, it's Honda is synonymous with spoon and Mugen. Like between Spoon and Mugen, you know, of course, there's Jay's Racing is too much respect right. and, and a lot of others. But, like, Spoon and Mugen are definitely, like, synonymous with Honda. And I feel like Hondas have a lot, a lot more, a lot more companies that provide yeah. these rare parts. Yeah, for sure. Like, that for were like more involved cars, at I the guess. beginning. Yeah, and, and created that demand. And so when it comes to Mugen, I remember... And, and Honda also had a lot more copycat, like, you know, kind of Chinese or whatever companies trying to create the parts for Hondas. Yeah. And so one of the biggest ones was always, and I know a lot of guys will remember this, was the Mugen valve cover. Oh, yeah, the yeah. The Mugen valve cover, dude. And it was hard, like, it wasn't impossible. Like, obviously, we're all car guys. We can sniff out the fakes. We we don't want the fakes because it dilutes the real stuff. And but these suckers were good, dude. Yeah, they did a good job. Those Chinese people did a great job, dude, mimicking this valve cover because yeah. they were fooling some big names with those things. Yeah, but the Mugen valve cover was a super limited item that got put out in the nineties and they didn't come out with more. So there was some guys that got them, of course. There's some probably on walls and wherever somewhere, 
But then a flood of those Dude, Chinese yeah. versions came out. Yes, I remember seeing them all over eBay back in the yeah. day. Anytime you typed in any B-Series Honda, those popped up for sale, for sure. Yeah, it was one of those parts that you're like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, it, yeah. And it devalues that original part. Like, yes, of course, it makes it more desirable because it's copied, but right. it makes it harder to tell what's real and what's fake. It's Right, like, right. I think uh, even uh, Sticky Diljo did, did like a... Th- whole article on that like how to tell the reels and the fakes and like all the little things that are just a little bit off and that's all it is it's just a little bit off yeah the tiniest bit they just didn't get their measurement or their centering yeah and so that's definitely the downside to rare parts is the copycats yeah yeah you could get burned you definitely can dude and and that's it, and that some hurts. people do that for a living. Yeah. So they know how to burn you. Um, so following right along with uh, Mugen was, of course, like almost everything that they put out was like rare. It was always in limited uh, quantities. It was always only available like to certain distributors. And so, but one thing I always found crazy was the Mugen intake for the B-Series. Yeah. It and a lot of different companies did this, but it was just wild, you know, that Mugen would put out an intake that was just like the cone. Yeah. Like it wasn't the um, intake neck. It right. was just the cone. Right. That probably had something to do with them, you know, being so close to the OEM like Honda. Right. And yeah, like, they probably true. knew that they didn't need to replace that. Like, right, they really because there's, I mean, if it doesn't collapse, it's going to be the same size as like the aluminum tube they would replace it with. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, why absolutely. Not? Yeah, and but. so it, it was just like interesting because you'd have this completely done up car. Yeah, you know, because we're using it as this rare part clout thing, right? And yeah. this whole totally done up car, but then it's got that stock intake tube yeah, yeah, only. Yeah. You know, so um, and then you know there was a bunch of like I said, Mugen rare parts and the spoon stuff was, you know, really cool. And again, super limited, only certain distributors. And so you have those, uh, carbon Kevlar intake tubes and, um, the spark plug covers, you know, the, just the iconic spoon yellow valve cover, like all those things, the genuine things are all still expensive. You know, they're still rare. You still can't find them. And you can't even find them at their store. Yeah. Lit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> literally it's it's almost you can't even get a sticker at type one dude <laughs> yeah you li- you literally can't you go into spoon type one and you want anything no t-shirt no sticker <laughs> dude. shoot man if, if you can sign a wall no, and you can look at some cool cars and you're, like... <laughs> yeah. you're lucky to walk out of the bathroom with toilet paper on your shoe man they don't even let you get away with that like they, they don't they don't sell nothing speaking from experience yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um but you know and i kind of get it right like they don't want to be a retail store they're right. a garage like if if you want work done then let's get it if you want all of that stuff, right, you can find it somewhere, I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't know where necessarily, but I'm sure somewhere. So, um, but yeah, I always found it interesting how things like, you know, the, um, the backyard special spoilers for, for the Hondas. Right. And, Those are sick. You know, the, just these other little limited run, you know, the, uh, walker from bumpers like these just different items that were super low run that 
are in really high demand and like these honda guys will find a way to get them too yeah it, it's pretty wild um but yeah i always always love that about hondas and so do you think that rare parts if there were no like rare parts let's just say let's just go to a world where yeah. you can get every part for the cars you order it it's in stock like we said do you think that that drops the drive for these cars? Like, does it drop the some of that? Like, I don't know what to. It call would make it. things easier. That's for sure. Yeah, it would make things. It easier. would definitely make things easier because yeah, it wouldn't be this this huge big search and fight to find this thing and then scrounging the dollars up to get it and like and then like people offering getting, to pay more than you so then you lose it like right getting taxed on it like all that so it would definitely make things easier in that sense but like right you like get what I you think, wanted right right you, right, you would definitely get what you wanted and i don't know i like i said it before i think that's half the fun is sitting down and searching for these things that's like half that's that's half the fun of it yeah, literally. You know what I mean, like that's. I agree. That's what drives me to do it, and I don't know. It's it is. Fun. It's, it's like fun. the chase. It's it, yeah. it. It's and then it's the story. You know, it just adds to the story of the car. Right. It does. Like, I I absolutely agree. Like, right. We take your car. We take my thirty three or whatever, and all the parts have a story that create the car story. Right. right. You know because everything you did to it at all of those late nights looking for those parts that all adds into the completion of the right, car. Right. You know, it wasn't just a one click you're done. So I agree, but I think if there weren't rare parts and, and you couldn't be individual like that, like you couldn't have that super kind of, I don't know, really desirable part, no desire for it right like right. because you can just get it i think that would change everything i don't think it would it wouldn't be like it is let's just say hmm. um yeah yeah 100 percent. and another you know another little piece of this these companies weren't just putting out parts they were putting out really cool gear yeah. really cool accessories like lifestyle culture stuff Zippos, sunglasses, Casio G-Shock collapse. Yeah. Like they were, they were doing it. You 100%. know, like kind of wild. And and those things are rare too, and and very desirable. There's one guy we've mentioned on the podcast in the past called uh, Jaron, and he always gets these ultra rare like culture things. Yeah, yeah, like Lexus watches. <laughs> yeah, at like HKS. Uh, building signs yeah nismo building signs uh like jacket like yeah. any sort of clothing gear like he's he's posted some nismo gear that like it doesn't even make sense like he has one like it's, it's like a sweater but it's dude the print on it it just does not look like anything that you would ever think would be a nismo shirt yeah it's pretty it's like wild all gold and has these crazy patterns and it's just like what even is that and he had like he has the the work suits, like the uh, Mazda Affini, like work yeah. suits, like just a bunch of, bunch of cool stuff. So like the rarity and the desire goes far beyond the parts. You know, the Nabori flags that yeah. were from the original events back in the day. Like right, he, right. you know, there's whole Facebook groups just 
dedicated to this stuff where people are just posting those rare parts and yeah. you know it's really cool to see um and we could i'm sure go on all day about different manufacturers and the rare parts associated yeah but i'm sure if you, whether you got a mazda toyota i'm sure you know in your lane where where those kind of rare parts lie so um we don't we don't want to go too far on it but i'm definitely looking forward to the next hunt what about you Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a never-ending hunt. It's kind of crazy. Seriously. Yeah, just add it to the save list. Add it to <laughs> you know whatever it may be the wish list. Oh yeah. Um, but so for today, this is episode forty-seven, all about the rare parts. Make sure you hit us in the DM with any questions, suggestions, whatever it may be. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. That'd be dope. And you can find the merch and the rest of the podcast on RHD. G-U-I-S dot com. I'm Bobby. This is Aaron. See ya. Peace.